just had dinner and when we did we did some grilling and chilling hi everybody my name is jordan reed and i'm Lindsay reed and this is spooky spouses a podcast about ghosts and stuff each week we talk about things like cryptozoology grilling and chilling urban legends we you know we grilled some zucchini and some carrots <laughs> anything spooky related i'm just gonna cut it short why because it was going I was about to, to say nowhere. I was about to say something okay, really fine. scary. Ah, uh, true crime and blood in general. And anything spooky related. Mhm, that's true. Every single week since we decided to, you know, kind of be rebels and grill carrots, which was fine. Uh, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to the grocery store and I will go to the carrot store. And while we're there, we separately research very spooky topics, bring them inside of our house, and discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of our very haunted show to carrots. Cool. Yes, I think so too. I will dedicate my part of the show to Hannibal because that show is awesome. That show is really great. It's a good show. I know we're probably going to talk about Hannibal for a second, so I'm going to open a ginger ale. Wow. I watched that because I'm watching the recording going. Yeah. It was a very crisp open. Cool. I'm glad we have a really good podcast. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like our podcast today. I do. I do. Well, Hannibal is a very good show, and it's spooky and scary, and Mads Mikkelsen is a very good person. Yeah, he's like the most charming cannibal ever. Yeah, he really is. Would you be bummed out if you were captured and eaten by Mads Mikkelsen? Well, or... yeah. Oh, okay. But like, then it would be kind of cool at the same time, too, because you're like, okay, if I think about the positives, I got to meet Mads Mikkelsen. Which is a huge positive. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the positives for me. Yeah, meeting Mads Mikkelsen would be one. You probably get, even though, because in the show, uh, spoilers, if you don't want to know anything about the show Hannibal, just hit the fast forward, whatever, however many seconds button. But in the show, he likes to chop off people's legs and cook them and serve them to the people. Yeah. And I guess it'd be like, oh, bummer, I have to eat my own leg. But judging by the type of food that Hannibal makes, I bet you it would be very, very good. I just want to be like a body extra in that show because we're hoping for a season four. We are hoping for a season four. I want to be one of the mutilated victims. Just in the show? Yeah. That'd be cool. I want to be one of the legs. Just a leg? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bring in the leg extra. Do you need just her leg? No, we're going to make her, we're going to put her in nine hours of makeup. Her whole body's going to be a and leg. And make her a whole leg. We're going to make her one giant. We're going to have to do a lot. <laughs> we're going to have to adjust everything to scale. We're going to have to make furniture bigger. And we're going to have to like make people look really big. But her le her body is just going to be one human sized leg. Right. Wow, what a cool thing. <laughs> Uh, hey, actually, speaking of cool things, we have an announcement that we said we were going to talk about and we both almost forgot, I'm pretty sure. We started a small video series. We did. It's called Spellbonding. That was Lindsay's idea because it sounds cool. That's why it's Lindsay's idea. Well, because I took like 
spell binding or like spell bound and then i'm like well we're bonding with people so funny spell bonding so funny yes spell bonding. i don't know maybe people don't think it's funny that's okay i thought it was funny yeah i also think it's funny what we do well it's on youtube I know that a lot of the people who listen don't either don't have social media or maybe you don't follow us on there. If you want to, we're at spooky underscore spouses. But we started a video series. You can watch, as of right now, three of them on YouTube. And if you want to, you know, you can subscribe, whatever. But if you also like the videos, just share them with some friends. That would be great. Yeah, they've been a lot of fun. It's basically, we talk about spooky things all the time, so it gives us a chance to hear spooky stories from our listeners. Yeah, it's really neat. We blabble so much anyway, so why not have people blabble at us, and then we can learn together. Yeah. And be scared together. It's like, I told Jordan, it's kind of like when you get together and everybody has a spooky story they want to tell, and you're just hanging out with friends, and you're just... Shooting your spooky stories with each other. Yes, we we like it a lot, and we hope you do too. Our production value is not insane because we're not. Uh, we don't have. It's just what it is. Yeah. So we hope you like it. Again, uh, just go to YouTube if you want. Search spooky spouses. Maybe we come up. Maybe we don't. Search spell bonding. Whatever you want, or look at our other social medias, and it will be there for you to enjoy. Well, are you first this week, or am I first this week? I forgot and I had to look before mm-hmm. we recorded, but I am first this week. Okay. So I kind of have a lot of stuff. Okay. I have a lot of stuff too. Okay. Well, I'm going to do some, because we've actually gotten a decent amount of activity on our haunted hotline. Mm-hmm. Um, people have sent us some stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think I might break tradition really quick and start with a voicemail. Okay. Bless you, Molly. (laughs) Do people, I really hope these mics picked up Molly's really loud sneeze. Yeah, she sneezed pretty hard. Okay, Molly's done sneezing. Lindsay, are you ready for a voicemail right now? I am. Here we go. Hello, Lindsay and Jordan. Um, This message specifically is for Jordan, so uh, sorry, Lindsay. I am driving home from work, and there was a dead deer on the side of the road and there was no blood but its insides were outside and it just made me think hmm where have I where have I heard that before so dead animal inside they're outside and there's there was like no blood and the insides that were outside were green I don't know if this is like too much information it might be but I just, I just want to let you know that there was a sighting here of a an eviscerated animal with no blood. So, no animal blood lookout 2020 is in full effect here. All right, bye. So, okay, that was from Katie Diddy. Yeah. There was a dead deer on the side of the road. Its insides were outside. No blood whatsoever. So, it probably got hit by a car, right? Sure. But, but it's weird that there's no blood on it. Yeah. Where that blood go is what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But then Katie Diddy also sent a follow-up text to okay. our haunted hotline. And I'm just looking back. <laughs> I'm looking back at our text. And Katie Diddy also sent us a text on April 20th, which is the scariest legume. But here's the new text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know what's great about a quick a quick note about our show? Yeah. I think it's so great that some of our new friends that we've made through doing this show know that they can text us in full confidence which is the scariest legume. Right. And we'll look at it and take it seriously. Yeah. Okay, so what Katie Diddy sent us about this one is, uh, this is Katie with an update on the dead deer with no blood. Still no blood. It's been a few days. There's also been like 20 dead deer on the road in the last two days. It seems very strange. And very is all caps. Huh. So I don't know what's the deal, what's what's going on in Utah with, I guess, like 20 dead deer. But at least this one in particular had no blood whatsoever. Maybe they're running from something. You think they are? Like aliens. Maybe aliens? Well, I mean, Utah, there's been a lot of UFO sightings in Utah, I believe. I think so, too. I think it's been like kind of a hot spot. And I also, like, when I think of Utah, I think of a lot of sky, a lot of mountains, a lot of big, wide open views. Right. So, like, easier to spot a UFO, perhaps, if it is a UFO, if it were aliens. Well, maybe something scared the deer and then they, their blood shot out before they died. You think so? <laughs> yeah, like they ran so fast and so scared that their blood shot out and then they got hit by a car and then this their outsides just shot out. So the reason why their blood shot out is because they ran so fast. And scared. So they were not only... Okay, so let's not get this confused. You can run as fast as you want. Your blood's not going anywhere. Right. But if you're running faster than you've ever ran before, but you're also scared, yeah. your blood could come out of your body. Yeah. It's like that saying that like, What's oh, the saying, you're Lens? making my blood boil. Well, theirs okay. is like, oh, you're making my blood shoot out because I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if, if when you're saying, oh, you're making my blood shoot out. I don't know if you say it that calmly if you go... No, you're making my blood shoot out as you run, and then your blood is shooting out. Yeah. it's There's a lot of, you know, scientific, you know, stuff that I don't know of that um, backs it up. Yeah, me either. And I think it's because yeah. you and I just know so many scientific facts. Right. Well, it's hard to, you know, keep them all straight. Yeah, I wish, I wish science would just kind of like maybe hold on for a day or two so I can just purge some of the old science I have in my brain. Right. Because it's like, we're getting too many facts. There's here. a lot of, fa like, there's too many facts in this world. There's, <laughs> you know, right, especially right now. Especially, there's yeah. way too many facts in this world. So we need to put more <laughs> non-factual information out there, I think. Yeah, it's because it's so mm -hmm. hard to hold on to all these facts. Right. Now, a lot of uh, 2020, a lot of facts. 2020, the year of factual information. Would Katie say, oh, 2020, animal blood? Yeah, something about deer, animal blood. Yeah, who knows? Hmm. Um, now, really quick, before we move away from the deer thing and the blood, yeah. I d when, when you said you run so, so fast and so scared that the blood comes out of your body, yeah. I would like to think that it kind of leaves your body instantaneously and it kind of stays in the shape of the thing you are. <laughs> yeah. So like if a deer were about to run, or it might be more impressive looking if it was a buck with antlers. Yeah. If a buck was about to just run scared and fast, then really quick it would sort of leave behind a blood buck. Kind of like how the Kool-Aid man busts through the wall. He leaves that form. Yes. But in this case, it's not, you know, drywall or cement. It's blood. It's blood. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mammal blood. Uh, probably. 
Well, Katie Diddy, I think there's your answer. Something is scaring the deer so much that they're running so fast and scared that their blood is staying put somewhere else. And that might be why all the other animal mutilations are happening too. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Scared the blood out of them. So no reason you're not finding blood anywhere. You have to go look. So if you're walking somewhere... Uh, where were some of these happening? Oregon, Colorado, in this one, Utah. You're if, right. If you're just wandering around and you stumble across a pile of blood somewhere, then you might just, you might not need to be alarmed. It might be animal blood. Yeah. Okay, Linz, I would like to know if you would like to know about something that I literally found out about this morning or something I literally found out about a couple days ago. Um, Let's do this morning because you seemed kind of excited about what you found this morning. The reason being is because I... You said I accidentally found something creepy. Yes. Yeah. And it's weird. Okay. I, I don't know what this means. And you know, what's interesting is that this could literally have affected some people who were listening to the show i don't really know i don't know who this has affected okay so this is real news this is actual well i mean everything we've talked about is real and and, and factual again right this is is, the year of the facts yes this is a Mm -hmm. factual show even since we started in 2017 everything we've been saying is pure fact ever since the earth was created flat it's been (laughs) fact all along Ever since most humans can walk uh, on the bottom of the ocean and breathe water. Um, fact. Fact. Yep. Do we have any more just really quick little facts for everybody? No, I think that about does it for facts. Flat Earth, you can breathe underwater <laughs> and also walk casually on the like in the Mariana Trench. Yeah. I love how smart we are. Yeah, we're super smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Here's, here's a headline. This is a real, again, real headline. This was reported this morning at 6.20, or no, sorry, <laughs> last night at 6.26 p.m. Okay, so that was not a fact. Well, it was not a fact, but okay. I thought it said 6.26 a.m., but it was 6.26 p.m. Okay. yesterday, yesterday, which would have been what? Monday. What's today? Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Today is, today is a, yeah, okay. Oh my gosh. I don't know where, I think... I'm getting... Okay, anyways, ready? Mm-hmm. States are warning people about suspicious packages of seeds that appear to be from China. Okay. So there are people in the world or in the U.S. that are getting packages that they didn't order anything. They're not expecting any mail. Mm-hmm. I guess specifically they're not expecting any mail from China. But they're getting these packages sent to them with these seeds in them. Like tiny little plastic baggies full and of... they don't know what kind of seeds they are? No. People are warning. They're like, do not open the seeds. Don't plant anything. Don't don't eat them. Don't do anything. But like, I, you know, like there, there's the whole thing where it's like, you open, you know, what, like people sending poison in the mail or like, right. you know, all that stuff. But to open up a package that you didn't order, regardless of, of if it's from China or anywhere or from your neighbor on the street. Does it have the people's names on it? Yeah, it has their names and addresses on it. And Ew. they're just getting little packages of seeds. They look kind of like cardamom pods, but I don't know if they are. But they should be able to eventually test them and tell them what they are, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But that's still really weird and odd. <laughs> just for, like, like, imagine just getting a package and going, oh, I didn't order anything from a- any place on Earth. And then open up the package and go, oh, seeds? Do you think they're just very harmless seeds in China's, like, 
Let's mess with them just a little. I think so. They're already having a bad year. Let's just keep <laughs> adding to it. Or or they're like, you know what? We have uh, all these seeds of really, really awesome fruits and veg. Let's just spread the love and send some fruits and veggies to the U.S. They could use some fruits and veg. Maybe. Or maybe it's like a puzzle. Maybe they're oh. like, we're planting the seed. Now you have to figure it out. Oh, so it's a visual metaphor. Yeah, and then maybe like the next package will be like another clue of like something creepy. They've okay. So <laughs> I haven't really thought about the whole game yet, <laughs> but a, like you fine. know, that's just the idea. <laughs> so the first one is they mail you seeds, and that means <laughs> they've planted the seed. And the next one, don't know that one yet, but I might. <laughs> it's gonna be a little creepier than the first, but not as creepy because we don't want it to be super scary, just a little freak. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody hearing our dog right now? Molly just coughed up something. (laughs) I don't know what. I gave her a bath earlier today, and now she's just, she's in rare form. She's being, I'm causing a real ruckus over here. She is causing a ruckus. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, well Molly doesn't like that game. No, she doesn't like that game, And uh, but it's real. So here's, here's a little bit uh, from the article. If you've received a mysterious package of seeds in the mail lately, don't plant them. But it's also like... What a weird sentence to have to tell people. If you've not only if you've received a mysterious package, but if you've received a mysterious package of seeds, it's just very weird. Yeah, but I could so easily, if I didn't know that, I would open them and be like, someone sent us seeds. Like, we've got a, we, we've gotten weirder stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We have. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of like, well, okay, we got seeds. Somebody jokingly sent us seeds. We'd probably open them, smell them. I'm sure you'd take a nibble out of one. We'd try to figure out what they were and then be like, okay, great. You know what? Knowing us, we would for sure. Well, I can't I can't say you would like willingly be a part of it. You might like be like five feet away or something. But I know I would like snip a little corner off and smell smell the seeds. Yeah, you would taste it and smell it for sure. I don't know. Do you think I would really taste it for sure? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's been other things that were sent in the mail that you're like, oh, I'll just Did eat I taste it? <laughs> like what? Lindsay, that is such a crazy thing to say. Well, someone sent us <laughs> butter cookies one time. You Yo, ate those. You know what? We, we really, both ate those. If you and I ever people found us passed away and it's because we ate some mysterious thing in the mail, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> because obviously... Anyone can send us those Danish butter cookies in the mail with, uh, and it just says like the name of the company. There's no return address, and no one we know own up to it. And we just went, guess we'll eat them. We went, oh, these are our favorite. Which is like, if if someone was trying to trap us or trick us, they did an amazing job because they were like, oh, they're gonna open these butter cookies yeah. and go, oh, our favorite butter cookies, and they're not gonna question anything about it. Yeah, you know those like things on the internet where it's like, put in your name and birth date and we'll tell you how you die. Exactly. Ours will be like Danish butter cookie from mail order. And then also put in your name and birth date and address and we're going to send you something weird in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find out all your passwords. What's your dog's name? What's your... Oh, they do know our dog's name. They do. Oh, Lucky for everyone. Man. I don't have any dog passwords. Lucky for everyone. My password's always fart queen. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But but you need but you need numbers after it. Um number one, 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 one. So there. Yeah, so you gotta really guess the ones. And lucky and too bad for you guys, my password is fart king. Two 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 two. 
<laughs> so there. Here's one more little thing from the uh, article that I feel like might be uh, important to read. It's unclear who exactly is sending these packages, why they're being distributed, and whether the seeds are actually harmful. The department asks that anyone who has received this type of package in the mail contact the Office of Plant Industry Services. Wow. Well, you know what? Somebody probably, a scientist probably figured out what they were, and they probably figured out they were like really expensive, like a certain plant or tree or fruit or something, and they're like, nobody plant those, and then now they have like an underground greenhouse of all these really bougie fruits. Bougie fruits (laughs) is going to be the new name of our mail order produce company. Bougie fruits. Also, not any of my passwords. Bougie fruits 13. (laughs) Bougie fruit. (laughs) You know, honestly, I want everyone right now, please, for us, we don't ask for a lot. We just want you right now to just say out loud bougie fruits and feel (laughs) how good it feels. It feels so good to say bougie fruits. It's very easy to say. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I, I just picture all these scientists like growing saffron or like uh, what vanilla bean like all the the or pine nuts pine nuts are so expensive Very expensive we do have a shortage in vanilla beans so maybe they are like mm, yeah there we go or what if every package being sent to someone was meant for the house on the left of them and they got the number wrong by like one like their their address wrong one little bit so then there, there's going to be every a, package for every single package. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always meant for one house over. There's a glitch in the matrix. There's a, yeah, there is a glitch in the matrix. OK, well, I had more stuff, but I'm going to save it for next week. So I'm going to end with this little this little tasty bud. OK, I guess everything I've had has been breaking booze today. Yeah, you've been pretty current. Well, here's another current thing. I ain't going to break my trend. Okay. Here's something else that's current. So we've talked about, remember the thing, I want to know if you remember the name, where you enter coordinates and you go looking for stuff and it's creepy? I always call it aquanauting, but it's like, <laughs> it's not geoguesser. No, it's not geoguesser. It's like, oh, rando nodding. There we go. Because it's random, I guess, astronauting. I don't well, know <laughs> what that's supposed to be. <laughs> well, well, I don't know if it's astronauting. I'm not smart. <laughs> well, you know what? Neither am I. Well, I think aquanauting is cuter anyways. <laughs> it is cute, way cuter. So here's something from the subreddit Randonauts. And this is by Reddit user DaredThread333, which is one of my passwords. Mm. And this was posted yesterday. Okay. My intention was something to show me that this isn't BS. They actually said the swear word and they typed it out. Wow. I know. So you can apparently enter swear so words. Did they get led to um, a bull pooping? <laughs> yeah, they got led to one of those longhorns. Uh, See, that the- would that would check the box for me. I'd be like, okay, this is legit. I wonder if randonauting would lead you to a specific destination only at a certain time when an animal was going to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, so they wrote in. Yeah. Something to show me this isn't, you know, bad word. Yeah. Led me right here. Needless to say, I'm hooked. So they were looking for proof that random nodding was a real legit thing. Okay. And it led them to this on a tree. Ew. Isn't that weird? So it's like a tag, like a Christmas tag tied to the tree and it said, this is a sign. 
It says, this is a sign. There's a little heart on it. It's laminated. It's very, that mm. to me seems pretty legitimate. Yeah, but who's to say that they didn't put that there themselves? I don't know. I guess with the whole thing, I have to try it myself to yes. really feel like we should sometime. I don't know why we haven't. I don't know why we haven't I mean, we either. live out in the woods. We Well, I think maybe that's why we haven't because it's like we live in the woods in the middle of nowhere. We're probably going to find a body and I don't want that. I don't want that either. And then it's weird because when you're out in the woods looking for stuff, at least around us, you don't find it. But when you're really not looking, you find something. Yeah. Because we went out this morning to find mushrooms because there were some there the, the around this time last year. Nothing. We just found a dead moth that was actually very pretty. Yeah, it was a giant leopard moth. It was very pretty. But what was weird is that its head was gone. Yeah, something made its head. And it was hollow on the inside. So something like ate its head and its body and left its left its shell because they don't shed their shell right no i don't think they shed anything i think they just moths are alive for a couple days and then they die okay i don't, I don't and know. i don't know if, i don't know if they die by their head shoots out of their body <laughs> but it was really pretty regardless it was, it was very pretty but i don't want to be in the woods when we're not looking for something and then find something yeah you know what i'm saying i don't yeah. want that i don't want that well, Lindsay, thank you for listening to me talk about three interesting points, for me anyways, of breaking booze. And to all of our listeners, if you have gotten mysterious seeds in the mail that you did not order, and if they're from overseas, don't open them. Don't also, eat them. Don't eat them. But also send us a photo of them and let us, let us, I want to <laughs> see them. I want to see We want to see them before you turn them in. Maybe like put on gloves and however many seeds there are, like soak them in different types of liquids no that means opening them you just said don't open them open open them really slow we give such terrible advice to people well i think it's because we're very smart well because we know all the facts babe exactly we know every fact (sighs) well should we do a little bit of haunted housekeeping yes now i know that we like to recycle our haunted housekeeping because it's the exact same info but we have new info in this new one Ooh! so stay tuned and we will see each and every one of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three two one Well, hey there, everybody. How are you? (laughs) Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. If you'd like to know more about our show, check out some of our merchandise or anything, really, you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around. We have plenty of stuff on there. We have uh, new merchandise on there. The Ready for Yeti collection, which maybe you just need a blanket or maybe you need a mug to put your blanket in. Or maybe you need a long sleeve t-shirt and a short sleeve t-shirt to wrap in to wrap the blanket that you put in the mug in those things. Yeah. You can do that. Just go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around. And while you're there, click on the Scavengers Network link and check out all the other great shows on the network they're very fun and nice also if you didn't hear the cool news already we have a tiny little tv little mini series thing going called spellbonding you can find spellbonding on youtube if you search spooky spouses spellbonding that's right spellbonding is a little video series we're doing where we holler at a friend a listener whoever really and they tell us some scary stories they might have it's spooky scary yeah it's pretty scary so please uh use the restroom before you watch the videos 
Yes, absolutely. And hey, if you're using the restroom and you think, wow, something really scary is probably going to come up the toilet, but I'm scared and I don't know how to express my feelings, maybe you want to call our haunted hotline and ask us. We can maybe give you some mediocre advice. I had no idea where you were going with that and you really (laughs) took me on a trip. If you'd like to, our haunted hotline number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Such a scarier number. It's way scarier when you say the words and not the numbers. Yes. You can call us any time of day or any time of night and leave us a voicemail. You can also send us a text and we'll either read the text or listen to the voicemail on an upcoming episode. And if you are looking for some of the spookiest clothes and also the swaggiest drip that you can find, you can head over to nativelanguageclothing.com or find them on Instagram, nativelanguageco, and do some clickings some scrolling and add some real cool swaggy drip to your cart and use the promo code spooky spouses at checkout all lowercase all one word and you will get 30% off your order so check them out get your uh, spooky sherpa on yeah they have sherpa shorts and very cool hoodies and they're very fun and if you like our show and you want to help support our show and help support the scavengers network in general you can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and be a monthly donor you can donate two bucks a month $40,000 a month if you really want to $40,000 and one cent a month you're welcome to do so yeah and then that kind of just lets people know that you're kind of a jokester (laughs) yeah because like that one cent like it's something but it's not much and it's funny yeah you'll get exclusive bonus content you'll get discounts in the scavengers network store you might even get some early access stuff who knows again that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network we'd love to see you there check it out and now Now, here is an advertisement for a podcast that we enjoy. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you're ready for a half-researched story, but I have sources that will tell you the better version if you are interested to check it out. (laughs) Really hyping everybody up for this topic. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Spooky Spouses, where we kind of talk about stuff, but if you want to find out more real stuff, you can just Google it. (laughs) (laughs) You can look on the internet. That's what we do. But the thing you can't get anywhere else is real voicemails from real people. Yeah, but that you could also say an answering machine could do that. That's true. What you can't get anywhere else is the real factual stuff that, you know, the Internet's not going (laughs) to tell you, dude. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about something where I'm going to kind of tell you from memory because I have very little notes about because I just 
forgot to write all my notes down. <laughs> <laughs> this is but great. But if you want to hear about this, there is a podcast which I am totally supportive of is Supernatural. It's by Ashley Flowers. Um, she also does Crime Junkie, which is a great, great podcast if you like crime stuff. But Supernatural always has weird conspiracies and odd unsolved stuff. And this was actually one of them, and I have never heard about it in my entire life. Oh, well, I'm very ready to hear about it. Because usually I know a lot of dumb, well, I know a lot of facts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Now, yeah, it was weird. You almost said dumb stuff, but I'm glad you said facts. Right. So it's kind of the same thing. So it's about the Georgia Guidestones. The Georgia Guidestones. Have you ever heard of these? No. Neither have I. I had no I have no idea about these until I listened to an up ep- it's I think it's the newest episode. Okay, so basically in a nutshell, in a guidestone. Um <laughs> <laughs> great. In Alberton, Georgia, there are these statues that are like a mysterious monument and it is meant to be a guide into the age of reason. Okay, you know, that all sounds perfectly fine and natural and I get it. Totally. Okay, a weird monument. Okay. Whatever, kind of weird, but, but it's, nothing uh, it's, crazy. It's said to bring you into the age of what? Reason. Okay. So the story is in June of 1979, a man going by the pseudonym R.C. Christian okay. approached Elberton Granite Finishing Company with the task of building a monument. He said that no one was to know his true identity and that a group that the group that he was part of was he was like representing the whole group. Okay, so this person, R.C. Christian, which was a pseudonym. Yes. Okay, real name unknown. Yeah, I wouldn't tell him. Went to some granite company and said, I'm the representative for the whole thing. I need a thing. Yes. Well, he shows up. He says, I have this idea for a monument and I need it done. I heard you're the best and I need it done here And I need it done exactly to these blueprints. I thought you were going to say, I need it done now. (laughs) I'm No. I'm behind. So he tells him that. And the guy running the granite place is like, this is very elaborate and very costly. So, I mean, this is going to be a lot of money. Yeah. So the guy says that money is no object and he does not care. Wouldn't it be so cool to be able to say that once in your life? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that will ever happen. Neither do I, Never. but like, but like, imagine a place where you could say it. Like, if you and I were going to buy bulk jelly beans, and like, they're like, "This is two pounds of jelly beans. Are you sure? This is a lot." You're like, "It's no <laughs> object. Money is no object." <laughs> <laughs> like, flex really hard if it's like ten dollars. I'm gonna do that next time we go, like, buy carrots or something. I'm doing that. So no, money I'm is no <laughs> object. I want to walk into the local bulk food store that we found out just reopened, which is we are we are very happy about. And I want to go, what's the most expensive rice you have? Uh, Money's no object. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that rice, that $23 rice, not a problem. Not a problem. To me, money couldn't care less about the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so R.C. Christian tells the guy, no object. I need this monument done. I need it done on a certain, like, by a certain date. Money is not an object. (laughs) I don't care. So the guy running in the granite place is like, I don't know. I don't believe this guy. He doesn't have the money on him. Like, 
I, this is weird. Basically, he won't he, tell me his name. Like, this is odd. He needed him to prove it. Yeah. Do a standing triple front flip right now and I'll do it. <laughs> so basically, the guy owning the company says like, well, there's a bank over there. And if you can go get the money, I'll do it. Ah. So he kind of like really gives him an extravagant price. Like, I think it was like over $100,000. Which is when was this? This is in 1979. Oh, and I, oh, okay. So I was gonna say if that was like, I, when, when, whenever I think of people exchanging money for some reason, I always think now of Red Dead Redemption Two because I'm like, I have twelve dollars. That's a hundred and fifty bucks in today. <laughs> but okay, a hundred thousand dollars in 1970 is still a lot. I'm sure it's still a lot today for a monument for a just a granite monument. Yeah. So. I think that was exactly it. Like I said, I don't have the actual facts. Like there is 45 minutes of Ashley Flowers describing this perfectly on Supernatural. So you can definitely check all the facts there. So $100,000 in 1970 today roughly uh, roughly is about $600,000. So it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So I totally understand the guy running the place is like, okay, you won't tell me your name. This is a small town. We know everybody. We don't know you. You are saying you're RC Christian and you want a elaborate monument on our land? Like, what do you, what are you, what yeah. are you doing? Just so, go casually get out half a million dollars. So RC Christian says, okay. And he leaves the store. So the owner thinking, oh, well, I'll never see that guy again. Half hour later sees the guy and he has a bank loan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so really, I guess he does have access to the money. Like, and he had cash and all the stuff. So the guy running the granite company was like, sure, I guess. I mean, okay. You want a a free t-shirt? So apparently this group had an endless supply of money. They started the project. Uh, He insisted that it be at Elberton, Georgia. Like it needed to be there because of the certain kind of slate or rock that they had there. And they needed to make sure that it was at this spot. Well, weird things about it was, oh, I mean, everything, honestly, was yeah, weird. I was going to say everything's pretty <laughs> weird, weird about it. Some of the weird things, like I'm really cutting a lot of this story out because it's just like weird thing after weird thing after weird thing. So he got a bank loan, but he wouldn't tell the banker his name. But you need a name to make sure that you can be approved for that loan. So he like befriended the banker. And they had like a secret contract together to basically give him this loan. And it was just all, it's just all very weird. And the guy that was the banker still today will not tell anybody his name or what his business really was. Well, I mean, that's just raising red flag after red flag. Yeah, the banker actually, quote, said, I will take this secret to the grave. Okay. Like he's still alive. He's older now and he just will not tell anyone. I mean, if you if you don't want people to like think something is some sort of a conspiracy or really weird, saying something like that is not going to help your case. So they started building the project and then all the contracts and all the plans once the the monument was made was under contract to be destroyed. Whoa. Totally held from the public. So like he had a secret negotiation with the banker. Yes. The guy at the granite company was like, I just made a bunch of money building this weird statue, so I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And this guy came from somewhere. Nobody knows where. So in 1980, the stones were finished and they carry a tablet in the front proclaiming 
Let these be the guide stones to an age of reason. Engraved in the stones are 10 guidelines meant to reestablish the planet and society, perhaps after an apocalypse. Whoa. They are written in eight different languages, English, Spanish, Swahili, Hebrew, Hindi, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And they basically, it's like maintain humanity, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, balance personal rights with social duties, do not be cancer on earth, leave room for nature. So he put these like, he made them put these guidelines in all these languages Basically planning for an apocalypse. And then how society would reestablish itself after an apocalypse. Yes. The guidelines also serve as an astronomical calendar. And every day at noon, the sun shines through a narrow hole in the structure and illuminates the day that this was engraved. Okay. So he's got all these weird details that needed to be perfect. Like it's a calendar. This light shines on the day that it was basically engraved in there. Like all this weird stuff. Yeah, no kidding. The names of four ancient languages are inscribed on the sides near the top. So you have like classical Greek, Sanskrit, Egyptian, hieroglyphics, and an instructional tablet at the side speaks of a time capsule that is buried underneath the monument. Has anyone tried to get the time capsule? No, because there is a certain date that it needs to be unburied. But for some reason, the dates of when it was buried and when it needs to be unburied have faded off. Now... If I didn't know anything else about this whole situation, mm-hmm. I'd go, oh, what a bummer that they were faded off. That seems intentional. Right, because nothing else is faded off. Except for the dates that are faded off. So no one knows if there's really anything buried under there or not, or if it's just to mess with you. But like, they can't just remove the monument. Like this monument... Well, that's another weird thing, too, is it belonged to this RC guy. Yeah. And then years later, after he had moved out of Georgia and he had this monument made, he actually gave that monument to the state. So now the state owns it. Yes. But it's so weird that he spent all that money, wanted something done for like him and his group of people, and then just kind of disappeared and then just said, you can have it. Yeah. I mean, that is that is extremely weird. It's super weird. And the Guidestones continue to be a point of controversy. Conspiracy theorists and fundamentalists believe that it's a work of Satanists or New World Order. People have related it back to Christianity it's there's like so many conspiracies there's so many um it they think that maybe this guy was a prophecy and he was putting it there for if the apocalypse happened and how we would handle it um some people think it was just a an eccentric man of science it's just weird there's so many other things to it like i can't even remember all the weird stuff like that's the just of the story sure but there is just like secret stuff with the banker and the banker won't tell anyone and then they go and they try to research his name like years they've been trying to research his name and rc christian can lead back to this old book that almost says satanist and then it's like a whole name of someone like it's crazy yeah it it goes into a rabbit hole of craziness yeah and i'm sure like all the other extensive research that people have done 
I'm sure there's like, you know, everybody has their quote unquote proof or real answer as to who this guy was and what it's for. Like different types of people, I feel like quite easily believe different types of conspiracies based on what they already believe, kind of, sort of. Right. That's really that's really interesting. But the fact that one guy showed up, wouldn't tell anyone his name, had an endless supply of money, and nobody knew who he was at all. Like, I know 79, we didn't have, you know, the internet and stuff as much, but like, you kind of know your your millionaires and your billionaires. I feel like you kind of do, like especially locally. Yeah. Like especially in 1979 or around the area or around the uh, that era or around that time, you would know locally like, I know that this person easily could go get a half a million dollars from the bank or a hundred thousand dollars. Well, they don't even think he was local. They just he came to that state for just he said for this reason. Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess I'm just talking about like everybody knows the rich people. Right. I mean, maybe not, though. I mean, there are a lot of people that have a lot of money that you're like, oh, I've never heard of them before. But I just think it's so odd. And the fact that he just needed this done a particular way and then he didn't even take any credit for it. Yeah, he just gave it to Georgia. Yeah, he owned it for a while and then he gave it away. He didn't even have like his group come see it or an opening or anything. It's just like he made it and left. That's very interesting. It's it is very, very peculiar. Weird. Yeah. But you can go visit it. I mean, it's open. You can check it out if you live in Georgia or near Georgia and you want to go see it, go look at it. I mean, it's really interesting. I can show you a picture. Yeah, let me see a photo of it. Because I know that we do have some listeners and also Eli, who's dealing with the raccoons that live underneath his apartment complex. He's from he's living in Georgia. That's right. So maybe what's underneath this monument is just the epicenter of now. This is just my theory, but the epicenter of some high level raccoon society. Maybe the raccoon society are the ones that actually built it. Do you think the raccoon? Oh, RC Raccoon Christian. Raccoon. My first name, Ron. Raccoon. Raccoon. Oh, that's really big. It's a huge huge like monument smokes and do you know where this is in georgia elberton elberton anyone live in elberton that we know anyone go to this thing all the time and just hang out is anyone listening to me is anyone listening (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool that's huge yeah they just don't know why he did it or why he wanted to do it and then he just gave it away well thank you for the story lens Yeah. Like I said, check out the show Supernatural. It's another good podcast. It has so many fun conspiracy theory stories, unsolved stories. It's a really good listen. I've listened to a few episodes as well, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty captivating. It is. I like it a lot. Well, Lindsay, we have a few minutes left. And since you were already talking about this seems very serendipitous. Okay. Since you were talking about Georgia, we actually have... Another kind of sort of update from Eli's raccoon problem. Oh, from R.C. Christian. <laughs> then now this one quite literally might be from R.C. Christian. The raccoon. Ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hey, um, this is Grumbles. I was just calling because I'm I'm in some events right now, and uh, well. I've, I stumbled, I seem to have stumbled into some sort of, 
a raccoon civilization that's hidden in some walls, and they've kind of taken me up as their god king, and um, I was just wondering um, if you're going to be a god king, uh, 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 how how would you do that? All right. Have a good day. I I like the show. So from what I gathered, that was someone calling who accidentally stumbled across the raccoon society. Oh, it wasn't a (laughs) raccoon calling? I don't think so. It was really hard to understand. But I think that this person somehow stumbled across the raccoon society underneath Eli's apartment complex. And they took him to the raccoon king. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... My my piece of advice would just be, be polite. I mean, do raccoons even like politeness? I don't think so. They like to take your stuff. I really hope you have an old banana peel in your pocket or like some old, like an old candy bar or something. Yeah. Or don't some... give them cotton candy because there's that video of the little, they like to wash their stuff. Oh, yeah. And that sad raccoon is trying to wash the cotton candy and every time he puts it in the water, it vanishes. Yeah, they'll get mad at you for they'll, that. They'll get angry. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Now, if there are ways to avoid being mauled by uh, an army of raccoons, it's, it's yeah, just do not give them cotton candy. Yeah, throw other trash, though. They like that. Well, I don't know how you heard about our phone number or about the show, but I hope you're okay. Yeah, I wonder if he's the raccoon king yet or... I don't know if they're going to have like a trial by stone sort of situation Mm. or a trial by trash. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Trial by treat. Trial by treat. (laughs) Where you eat treats and you can't anymore. And it's kind of like your own kind of trial. Like there's been many nights where (laughs) Lindsay and I have had our own trial by treat where we see how many Oreos we can have. Yeah. And we're like, oh, found out. I won. Feel sick. (laughs) Feel sick. That's too many treats. That's one too many treats. Yeah. It's really hard to stop right before you don't feel great. Yeah. Well, caller, thanks for calling. We hope you I don't you're... know what to do for you besides like throw, I don't know, throw trash. Throw trash. Maybe like just pretend like you are a raccoon, like do raccoon things. Yeah, maybe their vision, like when they notice other raccoons, it's not based on any sort of like physical appearance thing. It's just based on what you're doing. Yeah. Can you climb a tree really fast? Can you get into someone's trash can very, very fast? Yeah. Can you like scuttle? It's a bonus too if you already do have rabies. Oh, yeah. You could just get rabies. Really quick. And then they'll be like, oh, we look up to you because you're the rabies king. Yay. Rabi- Hooray. Hooray, rabies king. Yeah. Well, yeah. best of luck. Uh, yeah. I wish we could offer more advice, but luckily we've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's hoping we don't end up in that sitch. At least they gave you a phone and then you're able to listen to our show, which is cool. Yeah. You know what? That is really nice. Yeah. What other shows did they have on their feed? Maybe listen to that. Maybe you can get some answers from those shows too. Yeah. Maybe you can listen to Supernatural. Maybe, you know, they don't have anything about escaping raccoons on there, but you Yet. could- Yeah, but you could like learn about the Guidestones. Cool. Cool. Great. Well, hey, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, middle, and end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli Who Does Music, and you can also find Eli on our third episode of Spellbonding on YouTube. He put on sunglasses with us and he talked about how his sister might be the Mothman. Yeah. Also, if you want to check out 
more from us, you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com. We have merchandise on there. We have things that we're, you know, doing. Or you can go to the Scavengers Network and check out all the great podcasts that are part of our little scab family. That's true. Uh, You can also go to NativeLanguageClothing.com, find some very cool shorts or hoodies or both, and use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, for 30% off of your entire order. Also, we'd like to thank each and every one of you, because if you are not listening, then we're just talking to no one. Yeah, well, to each other and Molly, and then that's literally it. Maybe a couple of raccoons. Earlier in the show, we took a break because Lindsay saw a bird outside. You know, we might also be talking to that bird. Yeah, well, I think it was a mockingbird, so hopefully it will pick up our show and, you know, start reciting that to people in the village. But only this episode. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And if you'd like to, please help us spread the word about our show by sharing it with a friend. Um, You can share it on your computer or your cellular phone, whatever. It just means a lot to us knowing that you all enjoy our show because we enjoy you and you just help us spread the word. So until next week, I hope that you all find yourselves, now bear with me, find yourselves trapped in an underground raccoon society, but you're able to trick them into letting you go because you have trash in your pocket. That sounds terrible. I hope (laughs) this week somebody figures out who R.C. Christian is and tells us about it because, or if R.C. Christian is listening, please call our spooky little haunted hotline and maybe we'll chat with you. (laughs) 803-816-2667. Or if you, um, oh, what was the thing? Or if you get any seeds in the mail randomly and you did not order seeds, let us know. Sniff Don't em. eat them. Don't, Don't eat them. Don't sniff them either. Just give them a Quit quick... telling people. You j- you brought the story to the table saying, Don't yeah. open it. Don't yeah. eat it. Don't smell it. Don't plant it. Give it a, just a and real... And then s- like three times now you've said, well, maybe smell it. Maybe do an experiment. Or maybe take a little nibble. No, I did not say take a nibble. I did say just take a very quick sniff, very safe sniff. You were starting to say, well, why don't you put them in blue waters and green waters? (laughs) And I interrupted that experiment (laughs) gone wrong. Yeah, sniff them really quick. Okay. Have uh, a good week. Have a spooky week. Have a spooky week, everyone. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, pardon me? Um, <laughs> pardon me? Can you try some pardon me's? Pardon me? Oops. Let me slip right past you. Pardon me? <laughs> Give me some more pardon me's. Pardon me? Uh, pardon me? Uh, pardon me? Hey, let me just... Oop, uh, pardon me? <laughs> Oopsie daisy, just pardon me. And uh, Pardon me, you know what? Uh, will you say a really long pardon me? I really am going to adjust something. Pardon me. Do it again. Pardon me. Say pardon me kind of loud. Pardon me. Say pardon me kind of loud. Pardon me? Loud. Pardon me. (laughs) Okay, now say it like medium, medium, pardon me. Pardon me. (laughs) Pardon me. Okay. Uh, Why are we doing this? Because I'm checking. I have to get the levels all right. Okay. And pardon me. That'll be it. Thanks. Pardon me. Thanks. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
PodCube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Babe, well...